Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another episode of The Edge Podcast. You finally got your haircut rebooked though, hey? Are you trying to? I did, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, supposed to go in tomorrow, and then I realized, like, I, when I originally booked it, there was no plans, right? There was just, it was just a very typical Friday evening, 7.30, no problem. But then Calgary, like, you know, got through the playoffs, so now they have a game tomorrow night starting at 7.30, and I was like, well, I can't, I can't miss a game for a haircut, so, like, we had to reschedule it, and, uh... Some very little confidence in your team. Very little confidence. I just want to watch you, them. You just expected them to be out, so you planned a haircut, knowing? Well, I didn't expect them to be out, but there was no, like, dates for round two yet, so I didn't know what dates they'd be playing and what days they wouldn't be. Huh. Sure. Sure, Riley. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. You know who wouldn't do that? A true Flames fan. Well, just left every day open. <laughs> You might have to. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> now I know the schedule, but yeah, so had to cancel that. My hair might look a little shaggy going to Vancouver, but I guess it is what it is. Yeah, I was I was gonna originally try to get my hair cut this week, but it just the schedule didn't work out. So I have it planned for next Wednesday. So I have all my BPMs. And then I go to Peer Leader and I go from Peer Leader directly to my haircut. And then I go directly from my haircut to our payroll event and then to a dinner. Or, sorry, dinner payroll. Yeah, one of those orders. I don't know. There's a page for it. Nice. That's but good. it'll be exciting. I don't know. I haven't gotten a cut since I think just before training, I think January 18th or something. It's, it's long. It's long, long right now. And it, it needs it bad. But before, I used to only go to, uh, I had a girl down in Lethbridge, her name was Marianne. She's my friend Drew's mom. She started cutting my hair when I was 13 years old. And I only ever went to Marianne. The one other time in Lethbridge, I went to somebody else. The hairdresser royally screwed up my hair. Oh, oh yeah, and, I've had that happen to me. <laughs> oh, when I went back to Marianne, she made me feel so bad. She's like, Connor, did you cheat on me? Are you getting <laughs> me to fix somebody else's mess? what is this? <laughs> so I was honestly weirdly nervous to go to another hairdresser. Cause I was like, if this woman messes up my hair, Marianne's going to literally shoot me in her chair in the barber shop. You, you cheated on your barber. That's crazy. <sighs> I know. It's just something do you don't do. You, no, you don't. I have a new one up here in Edmonton though. Her name's Kate. Kate's wicked. It's really, it's, I don't know. It's almost like a little hipster barber shop. It's called Barber Hawes. It took me an embarrassing amount of time back in January to find this place. I probably probably spent three or four hours, like late night, looking on Reddit, on Google reviews, on Yelp, on everything, trying to figure out where to actually go. Because if I was gonna cheat on Marianne, I need to make sure it was a, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Do sure research. To good. That's like right? the most Connor-esque <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. You have to. Well, it was even like those shoes, right? I I call you. I was like, where the fuck are the laundry bags? You're like, why? It's like, I'm washing the Vessies. You're like, dude, they're waterproof shoes. Just put them in the washing machine. I was like, but Riley. <laughs> yeah, a couple towels, you know, put them in the wash. Cold cycle. Good to go. They came out like sparkling white for me. It was great. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure mine will too. They've gotten a lot dirtier this year than they did last year. They Like those little fresh white shoes. They were only white for, I don't know, 15 minutes last year. Fair. But they didn't end up that actually that dirty just this year because it's still been snowing and raining and just 
screwing everyone's production. It's been super muddy. So they're just brown right now. Like the entirety of the shoe is brown. You can't even tell it was white if it wasn't for the weird watermarks on the sides and just where they just look bad. But I remember last year when we went to Chasing Summer and Nick showed up with uh, some white vessies and I was like, dude, that's just a bad choice. <laughs> no, his, his were the, beige. Oh, were they beige? Okay, because like I saw them at the end of the week and they looked beige and I was like, oh, <laughs> those are dirty. <laughs> yeah. Did you know um, when we went to Saskatoon last year, just before just before the payroll events, um, Nick and I traded a single shoe somehow when we left. Sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> we went to, I think it was Jarek's birthday party. And Nick and I were both wearing the exact same shoe. And we went to leave. We were in, it was in a dark hallway. And we just both saw shoes that were similar. And we just grabbed our own, what we thought was our own shoe. We didn't realize it until the next day that I had a beige shoe and he had a, and a white shoe. And he had a beige shoe and a white shoe. And he was way more concerned than I was about, <laughs> <laughs> about it. I just kind of accepted it. I was like, all right, I got, I got. A new style now i guess next like i need my shoe and he called me he's like connor do you know where my other shoe is and i was like oh yeah crazy actually i i have it here <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so it just worked out he's been traveling all over the place though it's kind of cool he ended up going into uh, he's in like the computer science world just coding and programming and and everything but he's he's one of the people who I would say I stay the most in touch with. Well, not not the most in touch, but one of the people I stay more in touch with who have actually left Student Works. We don't talk as frequently as some other people, but still because of how close we actually got when we were doing this together, it's he's still one of my little homies. Still running around out there somewhere in the world doing his thing. And we'll just chat chit chat every now and again. But it's it's tough sometimes with, with some people just with how busy all of our schedules actually become to stay as super connected with people who have left the company for whatever reason as the years have progressed because there's 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 like realistically there's fifty to a hundred people per year that do move on to something else. Yeah. And that's all and you become so close with every single one of them through just so many similarities in your day-to-day tasks and your struggles and your tribulations and everything that you do and you get these great friendships and then because there's so many people like that it's hard to really keep in touch with every single one of them and that's one thing that actually Corey does incredibly well he stays actually like from my understanding very very in touch with a lot of the older people which is really cool to see. And it's something that, I don't know, we'll probably take a little bit of a, a note from, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, and, and like same thing with Jordan. Like, I always see him on stories with, like, old franchisees at dinner and stuff, like, wherever he's traveling. So, yeah, it's kind of cool to make those connections in this and, like, be able to kind of carry those out, you know, throughout the rest of your life and, you know, see what they get to go off and do afterwards. Definitely. Well, and like you said, Jordan, always having dinner with people wherever he is. That's it. It's wherever you are. There's people in literally every city in Western Canada, basically, that you'll know someone somewhere. If you're ever anywhere, you can just reach out to an old friend, which is really cool. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a super unique kind of uh, I, I guess like a super, super unique type of opportunity to kind of gain so early, you know, because I feel like, you know, like 
for example, like my mom, she knows a lot of people in, in different places because she, you know, works in Calgary, but like interprovincially as well, like with, with other companies and stuff. So like, you know, she might know some people in, in other provinces when she goes there, but to be able to like, you know, know this massive network of people when you're like 20, you know, that that's super cool. Um, mm-hmm. and, to, and to kind of be able to bring that into your future is a very good network to have it's it's a fantastic network uh, networking opportunity for sure yeah and for the most part they're all super driven people who are actually trying to make something out of their lives too right most it's of not them, like yeah. it's not like every single yeah a good chunk it's not like every single person that we run into is just gonna end up at best buy <laughs> right it's they're all off doing something that's actually super notable I've one thing, one one little path that seems so common for people once they leave student work, just because how simple the transition is, just real like re- realtors, real estate. I was talking to Alex Henry the other day, and we chatted for probably an hour and a half, and she just was hyping up just how similar, like how much she, how much what she learned in student works helped her in in her real estate and where she's going and what she's doing. It just gave her the different kind of systems and systemization and the knowledge that she really needed to kind of get a kickstart in the field. And she's still super early in, in her career path, but she still feels like she's ahead of other people who are at that same point because of the experience that she had being able to actually learn how to market, how to deal with people, how to sell, how to do everything. Well, and something like real estate, like, to be frank, like, it's fairly easy to get into real estate. You take, like, a course, I think it takes a couple months, three, four months. Um, Yeah, Alex was saying that she did it. It took her four months, and she did it while she was working. Um, I forget where she was working at, but she did it somewhere. I know Ashley did it while she was finishing DMing four or five months, something like that. Megan did it while she was in her last year of franchising. So, yeah, like a a fairly easy, like, you know, um, career path to kind of enter, which is nice. But I think one of the unique positions that all those people that you just kind of mentioned are in is that they've learned, like, how to service a customer, like, throughout the whole journey, how to market to them, you know, how to pick up your phone like I, I remember I was talking with Kathy last week we went out for lunch and um, she was telling me that like she feels like she's probably ahead of half the realtors out there because she just actually like answers phone calls and gets back to people promptly like and that's like something we like we have to do or else we're gonna lose work um, or lose opportunities well, it's the same in real estate if you don't answer your phone you're gonna lose work and Kathy's just noticed that yeah <laughs> unlike yeah. so many realtors yeah so like She's like, you know, even like the small things like that have like put me significantly further ahead, which is and like, it's very cool because again, like a lot of people I even see in my network outside of student works, um, you know, old high school friends or, you know, people I've met through sports, like becoming realtors. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like that, that's awesome. But like, they don't have this, you know, like maybe I, maybe I don't know. <clears throat> but they don't have like that experience of like maybe like being able to go through that whole customer journey, have to like deal with clients from start to finish. Cause you know, a lot of like the customer interactions that I feel a lot of people are, are typically used to are very short. You know, they like maybe they walk up to a cash register, you talk to them for 30 seconds, they buy their thing, they leave, you know, maybe at a restaurant, maybe that's a little bit longer of a customer interaction. You're kind of dealing with them for an hour or whatever, but like in student works, you know, we source a lead, then we call them the next day, then we do a quote a couple of days later, then we, you know, 
go back and do test patches with them and book dates with them and do the entirety of the project and then follow up later. And like, it's like a significantly longer customer journey and like significantly more customer service that actually needs to be applied to them. Um, which also, which also leads to like a lot of different skills that you're able to learn and bring into these other kind of, you know, future career paths like real estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and even just, like one of the weird skills that I wouldn't have expected to hear all, I guess, past franchisees using and as much as I've heard even say Ashley and Alex using is just cold calling, <laughs> having the, just being willing to go out there and knock on doors to try to find people looking to buy and sell their houses. It's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of cool. And it's weird that it's not utilized more in other fields or even in the painting field. Cause it works so goddamn well for us and for other student businesses, but there's just this pride aspect behind it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's a mindset thing. It's a mindset and a pride. It's, they don't want to be out there knocking on doors, but it's ultimately it comes down to how bad do you want it? Do you want the work or do you not want the work? And if you actually want to succeed, you're going to do what it takes to succeed. It's, it's all a choice. It's you choose to get up and get a good start to the day or you choose to sleep in. You choose to answer your phone or you choose not to. If you see a phone call coming in and you don't answer it, that's a choice. You're choosing to neglect that person. If you're dealing with a, with even with the, with a paint store, you're choosing to order your paint in advance. You're choosing not to. It's, there's so many choices that people have to take on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's not the, it's not the easy choice that leads to success. It's quite often it's a hard choice. And that's something that is, such a barrier for people to get over top of because they just have to make that choice. And if you want it, you're going to choose the hard path because you know, it's going to make you better. Yeah. Like just reflecting on what we chatted about last week, even right. Like you're never, you know, too good to do something. So it's like, it's really cool. Ever. It's really cool to see them kind of going back to like the basic roots of cold calling because it does work. And like, especially like real estate, like the market is cooling down a little bit, but like, it's still, you know, fairly hot I would say with regards to sellers and buyers um, so like them actually you know getting out and like doing the groundwork of just you know knocking on doors a very simple thing um, is uh, that's that's awesome it was funny like that, that you kind of mentioned that too because like I actually had someone come by my door yesterday who was like I don't think they were a realtor I think they were just kind of an independent house flipper of some kind because like they left a, a note on my door that just said, like, you know, we're buying houses in your area if you're interested in potentially selling it or, you know, knowing what it would be worth to sell, um, give us a call, basically. So even that, like, you know, like even just people doing like, because it, it was an actual person. I watched them come up to my door. I was just on the phone, so I couldn't answer the door at the time. Um, but even like people doing flyer drops, like, again, very simple and, and basic things, but it, it does lead to, I'm sure that person probably got the odd person who's interested in selling their house, especially in oh, this market. Absolutely. Because there would have been somebody who wouldn't have known who to reach out to because just like there's so many painting companies, there's so many real estate agents, there's so many house flippers. And when they're, when, if I'm looking to sell a house, to paint my house, to flip anything, even if I'm looking for, I don't know, whatever renovation it may be. I, if I Google it, I'm going to get 30 different pages. Yeah. 
hundred percent. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like, a little who, overwhelming who do sometimes. I call? Yeah, yeah. And like you know, people coming around that are a little bit more local, they're easy to contact because it's not overwhelming. The information's right in front of your face. <laughs> you know, I've been uh, I've been seeing a lot of success with my local uh, community group Facebook posts recently. Like, I'm doing them Tuesdays and Fridays, and I would say like without a fail, every single week. I'm probably getting at least five leads off of just two posts that take me 25 minutes. Some weeks are better. Like last week, this, this week it was probably five last week. I think I got like eight or nine. And then the week before that I got 13. And then the week before that I got like four. So like there's like some really hot weeks and like, it's like such a minimal effort. But like, again, it's just that idea of like being available and like the information needs to be handy for people who are maybe looking for that service or that yeah whatever and i got a question for you with that too how many years or even if you know how many weeks have you been consistently posting in that like every in week that group like every week long? every week since the middle of january and was it always as hot as four or five leads a week or did it build up um i would say at the start of the year it was like two but like still, like January two two that, leads. That's that's still great. It's not awful, yeah. So it was like probably January was two. February was probably between the two to four range. Uh, March was probably around the two to four range, um, and then kind of like late March to early April, it started kind of going into like the five to six range kind of thing, and then you know, late late April I had a couple of big spikes, and then early May has kind of been you know very averaged five six ish like and i say like five leads like i'm getting more people messaging me about it but it's more like hey can you just give me a price like that, so like i've had <laughs> i've had yeah no and that's not a lead like so like those are like that, that that five to six is like people actually interested in getting a quote and like actually me calling them not like people messaging me about like oh i want my deck painted what would it cost and i'm like oh like you know let me set up a quote with you and they're like no no, no just shoot me a number like i don't count that that that's like aside from the fact. So like actually really, really good results based upon like, yeah, I had, I had one of my guys, Daniel, he got a message from someone ask, I, I, he showed me the message. It just said, how much would I fence be to paint? And it showed the picture was two panels of a fence. And Daniel <laughs> messaged back. He goes, well, I'd love to come take a look at it because I don't know how big your fence is. I gotta be the honest. Goes, it's someone... an average backyard. I was going to say, like, I got to be honest. If someone sent me a picture of two panels, I'd probably just price it. Like, I, I got to say that. Like, I wouldn't actually go look at it. If it was two panels of fencing, I'd be like... No, 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 no. It was like a massive backyard. Oh. He only sent two panels. Oh. Oh, I was like, I, I don't know. Because like... you could see many other panels around it in, the, in, like, the side parts of the picture. You could see okay. continuations of panels. Okay. Yeah, because, like, I've had people say, like, you know, like, I need a front door and a door frame painted. And I'm like send me a picture it's probably going to be too much but like, i'll give you a price like i'm not going to come out and look at your front door like and like you know my first year i would but now like i, I know what to look for in those pictures so it's a little bit easier um but yeah no it's uh it, it it's it's been really good and like it's just yeah well like, hold just hold going on. back to the it, basics it's, you know it, it's easier to tell what's up and then also to with you getting that kind of a volume of, of 
leads, you can't do that many quotes in a week in combination with the other sources of marketing. So you have to be more picky about who you actually go and choose to spend the time to go out and see, right? Yeah, yeah. And I like I said, I said no to two people today for quotes. Like I did my whole speech, you know, did the full call is great, whatever. Got to the 10% off pitch that we kind of go through to, to make sure, you know, that they're, you know, in the right position when we're going out to see them. And like, no, like we can't make a decision. And I was like, oh, like, is there something else that needs to happen? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, we just don't do that. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, like I, you know, I'm getting between 20 to 30 leads per week right now. I only have 10 to 12 spots available. Obviously those numbers don't add up. So I need to like, you know, focus those 10 to 12 quotes on people who are super serious about getting their painting done now and are in a position to do that. And if, if you're not, that's totally fine. There's no pressure. But like maybe I can come see you in July or August, and they're like, well, like we want it done by then. <laughs> okay, so like there's something else, but like you're not telling me. So like, you know, I kept digging, and like, one of them was just a little difficult. So I just decided that like, uh, we well we decided on me following up in July, I guess. And then the other guy I just said no to. I was like, I'm not. I was like, I don't mean to be like disrespectful, but like I I just can't come out and waste. Like I just don't have that time to to throw away. And like, I think he understood and like, I was trying to be as like, as nice and understanding as possible. But yeah, like when, when, when you only have so much time, like you have to give it to the people who are serious, mm-hmm. especially in May with production, like, especially with this last week I had, like, I can't, I can't be spending time, you know, going to quotes that aren't that serious. What happened with this past week? Have I not told you what happened? <laughs> This Not week, really, no. This week was uh, probably the worst week I've ever had in Steenworks, to be honest. Um, well, th- to start the week, it snowed on Monday, and then it snowed on Tuesday a little bit. It, it, it's As we're talking, it's currently snowing in Saskatchewan. Yeah, and, and, it, and it snowed here in Calgary today, too. Like it's. Uh, it was not, hailing today, yeah, in Edmonton. Not on my side of the city, but I got a Snapchat from another owner, and, and it was snowing where they were driving. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so like that wasn't a great start to the week, you know, um, I don't have any interior work. I have one interior, um, two, sorry, I got two interiors. One is a teacher and wants it done once school's done at the end of June. And one is doing a reno currently and can't get painting done until, uh, about July. So to start off, couldn't switch anyone inside. So like, you know, day behind in production, that was kind of crappy. Um, and I was st- still kind of like reeling from like losing two painters last week. Um, and then Tuesday, weather was a little bit nicer. You know, we uh, kind of shifted some stuff around because we were supposed to do some fences. So we kind of swapped, you know, a couple projects. One of the clients was a little upset, so I had to deal with that. Um, and then Tuesday, probably, probably the best painter that I have. Um, just unloaded his truck halfway throughout the day, just said like, fuck this job and left. And I have absolutely no idea why he still won't get back to me. He was like, we talked on Saturday. He was happy. He was good. I was telling him about this like barbecue. I was thinking of hosting at the end of uh, May for the painters just to like, you know, meet and greet and stuff. And he was like stoked about it. He was like pumped up, super positive. I asked him how he was like in the job. He's like, honestly, it's been great. Like, I, I, it I just wasn't his vibe, though. I, 
<laughs> man, it's not Maddie's painter, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know what happened. He just like up and quit. And then like the one of the other guys on the crew was his friend. And like he continued to paint for the day. So like me and Natasha had a conversation. We're like, do you think he's going to quit? And I was like, well, like he, he probably would have quit with him. Like may, maybe not. Like, and then, and then we're like, yeah, no, like there's, he would have walked off with them. And then at the end of the day, second best painter I probably have quit. <laughs> so like, yeah, we were, you know, we should have just seen it coming and stopped being naive. Um, and then like I was firing someone on Wednesday, just two week probationary period. Wasn't working out like 50% efficiency. We worked so hard. Natasha's basically been on his site every single day trying to train this kid. We sent him videos. I went in and showed, like I literally sat there for a day with him. I paid Kathy to go and sit with that crew and try and train him. Nothing. Like I was like, okay, like this is, there's nothing else I can do. Um, So I fired him. So that's three painters on the week. And then at the end of Wednesday, the third painter on that crew quit. Um, so, so that, that was, uh, number six in the last five days. Cause I had to quit on Friday. Um, and then one of my guys like cut his finger open and like, he's out for like a week and a half. Cause he like rips stitches on his fingers so that he's like his painting hand. So it's like seven painters out in five days. Um, and I have about. 20k worth of projects that are about 70 75% done. Uh <laughs> so Natasha's been working 13-hour days to try and like fix those things, but it's been raining and it's been like thunderstorming and then like fine and then I have like a couple new painters, but like Natasha's been trying to like finish those projects and I've been on job sites trying to train people and then I have to go do quotes and then she's back on the job sites trying to continue to train them. And then we're going to go and like, you know, do the second story on the, like go and harness in, go on the roof, do the second story stuff. And then it starts pouring rain. So like, okay, there, there goes that for the day. And, um, you know, uh, lost a job this week, lost a job last week. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, it's been a, a week and, oh, and then like, you know, on top of that, I've, I'm over five on the week for quotes. So like, just like, I think it's cause my head's just not in the right spot to like, you know, go out and do a proper quote. Cause like I have payroll on Tuesday next week and like 20 K worth of my productions just sitting there, like not completed. <laughs> and like it rained today. We got rained out today. Tomorrow's supposed to rain. Sunday's supposed to rain. Monday's supposed to rain a little bit. So like just, uh, like yeah, it's just it's been a week, man. <laughs> like, um, it's it sounds it sounds like it. And I've been like I've been trying to like you know do quotes, help train new people, rip through interviews. There's like some good people, some shitty people. Hired a couple people. They've quit before they're supposed to start. Like, yeah. So if if you're having a, a hard time balancing doing quotes with all of this, if you need to be on job sites, why don't you just move your quotes to the weekend? And I did. You know, like I had a couple I couldn't but I moved the rest to the Saturday, but it was just like, it, w- it wasn't even like the quote was in the area. It was like Northwest quote or like Southwest quote, like 30 minutes from the site. So it's like half an hour drive, hour quote, half an hour back, like two hours out of the day for site, site training and stuff. And then I had to go to Edmonton yesterday to go, you know, meet with Chris to, to take a look at West ed. So like there goes Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, it's just been like, it's been hectic and, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stay positive. Me and Natasha have been working through it. We're figuring it out. It, it is what it is. Like 
no point in me sitting here twiddling my thumbs being like oh poor me like that's not going to do anything um so you know i uh, so i went and posted everywhere got like seven interviews set up this week i've done four of them hired one the other three were duds um i have a couple tomorrow like like it's just about like reacting the best way possible but like i wish i was in a more so, proactive yeah, position like, Absolutely, and you can you can you'll you're always gonna hope that you would have been more proactive in the beginning, but that's the reality of it is that you're not always going to be. Well, so what else? So with all that happened, like what went what worked this week? What went well? Well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna finish one more point on that. So the whole idea of being proactive. Funny enough, Monday, me and Natasha had a meeting, um, and we were like ecstatic because we had 14 painters and we were in a great position. Or no, sorry, Friday. We had 14 painters and we were in a really good position. I was like, finally, like we have three solid crews. We have one guy on the weekend so and we have you, two you spares. you still have seven. I have seven. But you but still have seven. I have seven, but two start um, in the middle of June. Okay, so you have five currently working. Six now and seven as of tomorrow. And then... So that's not that bad, right? No, it's not, it's not that bad. You don't understand that. No, and I understand that, but like... On Friday, we were, like, sitting with 14 people, two starting later. So I was like, okay, we got our nine painters plus the weekend guy plus two others that we can kind of, like, pick and choose what we want to do. And then, like, boom, like, half the fucking team's gone <laughs> in, like, five days. And I was like, okay, I was proactive. Now I'm reactive. And, like, yeah, it, it's just, uh, it, it was, like, just, like, crazy. I, and it was, like, you couldn't make it up. Like, I couldn't make that up if I tried. So... No, um, not at all. But like you, you did what you could do beforehand. You overhired the shit out of things. Yeah, you had God. a ton of different people, and you had all those losses, but you still had six, right? Yeah, yeah, we're Which making is it. Not work. a, it's not actually that terrible of a spot to be in because you're still able to come back from it. You're still able to still hire more people. It's not like you had six and five quit. Yeah, no, like thank goodness. Um, yeah, like, and, and that's kind of what I've been trying to think about, you know, is like the people I have, one of them I don't love. Um, I would love to replace him if I could. He's fine, but like I know there's someone better out there for the team. Um, and like, you know, once the people in June come in, like that's going to put us in a bit of, bit of a better position. So like overall, like it's okay, but like it was just like so stressful because there's so many projects that are just unfinished. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and then on, like, that's kind of taken my, like, just mind away from like doing great quotes for people or like, you know, today, like my fifth quote, like I was over four on the week, the guy, like I could tell he was like, you know, close to, to figuring it out, like what he wanted to do. And like, I just, I don't, like, I don't know, like, I guess my confidence wasn't there to push like I normally would. Cause I probably could have booked it, but yeah. So like, I, like, you know, I came home, I cleaned my house, got my mind off work completely. Like just put my mind into something completely like arbitrary to, to work and just like completely off it and you know afterwards i was like good i was like all right it is what it is like whatever <laughs> uh, but going back to your question before um positives on the week i did hire two really awesome people that were probably better than some of the people that quit um good the one guy wants to work as much as he possibly can he worked as a roofer so you know, he's been in a hard labor position. He's been probably doing significantly sketchier stuff than we'll ever do painting. Um, and the other girl just, I don't know, like, you know, when you have an interview with someone and you're just like, yeah, you're going to be an all-star. Like, you have a great attitude. 
I get along with you. Absolutely. I have. Yeah. So like, you know, just one of those people I had an interview with and I was like, yeah, you'd be awesome. So I hired her. Uh, she starts in the middle of June or, or hopefully the first week of June. So like that was a positive on the week. Um, I also also had my two cold callers. One one tore her ankle and one is uh, got COVID. So like I couldn't have any cold calling. So that was kind of a negative too. But like a positive was my post. But you're making up for it with your posts. My yeah. posts on Facebook really, really, really like worked this week. I think I got like seven or eight leads and I got a couple of web leads and stuff. So like even though like my cold call wasn't there like this week, like my, my social media and my web like really like came you know um, kind of came in clutch which was great um and another good thing was uh that natasha was dry funny enough i uh ate my words here with jordan because uh i he told me to put car stickers on my car and i was like nope i uh, have them on my production vehicle and i don't need them on my car and um i i should have them on my car because one of the uh the churches in my area stopped natasha at a red light Got out of his car and asked for a business card because of the stickers that were on her car. <laughs> so um, that's the first time I've like ever actually gotten a lead sourced uh, from a car sticker. But it was like uh, it was for one of the main churches in my area, and I'm doing a quote with them tomorrow. So uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty excited to kind of do that because if we can put our face on like the main church in Parkland, that would be really, really, really huge for us. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's, it's been good and, um, you know, got some stuff around my house done. So one of the biggest things like, like, and, and I've always kind of been this way, but especially this week when like a bunch of stuff has gone wrong, it's just like, you can't really like change the fact that like, you know, some things happen, but you can change the fact that you feel a certain way about it. You can change your mindset on it and that, and that's the most important part of it. Yeah, and the biggest thing with the mindset too is if you're having a problem, figure out what you're actually worried about concerning that problem. If you can't control it, don't worry about it. If you can control it, control it. Yeah, It's about focusing on the aspects of a problem that you actually are able to control, right? You cannot control whether or not those people quit, but you can control your action going to post Yeah. afterwards. Yep, yep. I... Uh... Yeah, it happened. Actually, it was funny because <laughs> um, Michael called me on Saturday last week, and um, he had one of his painters quit, and he, and he was pretty he was pretty defeated. And I was like, I basically said the same thing. I was like, Hey, man, like, sorry to hear about that, but all you can do is like, you know, be re- reactive. Like, what are you gonna do to fix the problem? Like, you can't change the fact he quit. You can try and sit there and be like, Oh, what could I have done better? Like, maybe I can get him back. Like, but overall, like it doesn't matter. Like, but like what matters is like what you're going to go do now. I was like, so like, what, what's your plan? He's like, well, I should probably go post. I was like, yeah, man, like pick yourself up, go post everywhere that you can think of and like be react, like be reactive, but like proactive and going to find that next person to fill it in. And funny enough, I think the next day he had like, he had found someone who was a great fit and he was excited about it. Um, so we were talking the other day after the, the crew of three quit and he's like, man, just go back and listen to your own, like your own voice message you sent me. I bet you it'll make you feel better. And I did. And it did make me feel better. I was like, man, I should just take my own advice sometimes. That was, that was great advice. So that, you know, I listened to it and then I went and posted everywhere and, um, you know, had some responses and stuff, which is, which is good. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's very good. How's your week been? Enough about me? Uh, it's It's been a bit of a long week. <laughs> we're getting, we're close to the end of, of all the production starts finally. Um, yeah, it's getting close to the end of all the production starts. It's been a lot of different driving this week, but that's to be expected with the position and with how spread out my actual, my area is. Yeah. The production starts that I've done, even the most recent ones, I'm so proud of my people for who have actually gotten who have who have started so far and even the ones that like the who I haven't quite started yet because everybody is just doing so much to just get themselves ready. They're asking so many questions. They're trying to be as proactive as humanly possible because there is there's one person who isn't yeah, who hasn't started yet and it's a weird CRA thing, but it's the same thing. It's they've been waiting for a number and they've been calling frequently to try to get the number, but can they control how fast the CRA gets them the number? No, they, but in the meantime, what they can control is how they spend the rest of their days. They, that person has been very consistently out marketing, out doing quotes and they've booked since they've been home twenty five thousand dollars which is they haven't been home for very long at all that's awesome but they've booked that up in only a couple weeks which is impressive to see that they have a problem but they've found a way to capitalize on the problem yeah so all you can do is work around people oh absolutely even the ones that are producing they're starting to hit their stride in production the ones that have gotten started and as you would expect, all the ones that have gotten started have, have hit some of their first challenges. They've hit their, their crappy clients. They've hit their painters quitting. They've hit every single little negative that you're going to hit throughout the year. Most of the ones producing have hit them. Well, But they've been very communicative with me. They've been truly trying to work and figure out what they can do to battle with these problems, to come out on top and to learn as much as they can from it, which is ultimately what it is too, is if you have a problem, it's what can you learn from the problem? It's what did you do to lead you to having this problem? And what are you going to do in the future to prevent yourself from having it again? Definitely, yeah. And like, you know, on the topic of like, you know, painters as a whole, like, I think it's important to mention after this first payroll that like some people might have painters quit. Yeah. You know, like especially 100%, this year. some people, they're not going to be happy with their checks or they're not going to be happy with the hours that they were able to work or whatever it may be. And it happens every single year at the first payroll. Yeah. And Certain like painters are just not happy with what they've earned. And that could come down to them not working enough. could come down to them not hitting budgets, which it's the first two weeks. They're not necessarily all going to be rock stars at the beginning. It's going to take time to get them there, but that's important to talk to them about. To yeah. help preface that. Okay? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's uh, and like setting really good expectations, like having those pad meetings and being extremely clear of like, Hey, this check is for these jobs and this is your efficiency on these jobs. And you did amazing. Like, you know, like really pumping their tires um and also showing them like you know maybe like how they've been improving and like what they've been doing good what they haven't been doing good and like maybe you notice that their efficiency was really low on the two interiors they did but the exterior was really quick like maybe you focus on exteriors for them like i don't know right but like 
just expecting some potential pain and fallout and like setting really, really good expectations for yourself, but also making sure that you're doing a really good job with those pad meetings for, you know, all the operators out there is going to be really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. But that's awesome to hear that you're, uh, you know, you guys have had some good starts and everything and like, you know, regardless of the challenges, um, but they've been working hard and like, you know, they've been, uh, working around it. That's like, that's all you can do, right? That's all you can do. So, um, you know, congratulations to all of them. You know, if any of them are listening, you know, keep it up. That's awesome. But, you know, I think we've like, you know, driven that point home pretty well here on this episode. (laughs) Didn't, didn't expect it. didn't expect it to go that way, but, um, no, neither did I don't really have much more else to say with regards to it. So, you know, like keep working hard, you know, um, if, if you do encounter challenges over the next week or two weeks or month, um, just remember it's all about like how you look at the situation and how you actually bounce back from it. That's what's going to truly make you better. And it's what's going to make you more money because we get paid based upon the problems we solve. So, yeah, and there's two questions to always ask yourself whenever you're looking at any problem. It's, what am I going to learn from this problem, and can I control it? If you can't control it, don't worry about it. If you can control it, deal with it. I love that. I love that. We'll leave it off there, and uh, we will chat with you guys all again next week. See you. We're going to leave you today the same way that we leave you every episode. We hope you have a good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and we will see you again on the next episode of The Edge Podcast. For more of our content, follow us on Instagram at The Edge Pod. If you found value in this episode, please remember to rate, subscribe, and share as it allows us to organically grow our following. 